You're listening to another great podcast in the MyMac Podcasting Network. MyMac Podcast 766. iBad iMac. And welcome, everyone, to the MyMac.com podcast. This is number 766 in a continuing version of this show that's now 766 episodes old. Hey, Gaz. Well done, guy. Yeah. Well done. Gaz, tell me, what do you get when Apple tells you everything is fine with your hardware, but it still isn't working? Um, I don't know. What do you get when Apple tells you everything is fine with your computer or your hardware and it still isn't working? A computer that still isn't working. Okay. Kapah. Kapah. That's my Klingon victory. That's what Klingon says. Yeah. But but for victory. For victory. This is not a victory so far. It's it's the MyMac podcast. Never a victory. Never, never. Never. Okay. Um, oh, and I just saw what you did with the word neighbor. V- nicely done, sir. <laughs> uh, with the help. It. That's what I did. With the help of my sound engineer, neighbor, uh, I've, that compressor that, uh, that we were talking about last week is now connected. And I learned something uh, kind of cool about audio interface inserts. They go in and out. From the same uh, from the same connector. So insert outsert is that what it should be called? Sort of. Well, you know, real very very. I'm going to try to do this <laughs> very briefly. Basically, my that that Behringer uh, UMC 404 HD the the audio interface that I use. You know, the USB audio interface that I use. Yep. Uh, besides having XLR ports on the front of it, has these these. Uh, one quarter inch inputs on the back that just says inserts. And what I didn't know that when this isn't necessarily just with Behringer, but with uh, many other audio interfaces as well, they're both in and out. So you basically, you have a, a, a Y cable. So you have tip and ring into the insert, and then you've got separate cables, a tip and a ring on the other side. So you put that on the like the receive and the transmit into whatever it is that you're you're trying to do, and it sends it out, you know, your microphone out from the interface through that cable, through whatever it is you're trying to do, and then it comes back into the interface, having done whatever it is you're trying to do, and that's what actually goes out the USB port. Right. Isn't that cool? That's cool. Yeah. So how's your Mac? Thanks. <laughs> just, I'm just segueing right into it. Yeah, okay. My Mac. Oh. Ha, ha, see what I did there? I did. My Mac is not well. Uh-oh. And rather than going into an elongated process and discussion here, I think we're going to do that in the middle section. I bad iMac. It is quite a tale. Can be. Well, Can yeah, be. But, uh, but we, we but do have more other concerning, things. More concerning, Guy. What's that? I think I'm not alone in this situation. Oh, so, that's true. Scott mm. Wilsey. Yeah, he was having a well, similar issue, we think. You're not only Scott. 
I think we are both, Scott and I, finding that there are many other instances of this particular problem. So let's discuss that later on. Okay. Well, real. Well, I, we'll, we'll go into that. Just just uh, while you're on your computer, which, of course, why wouldn't you be since we're doing the podcast, he said, not knowing why he said it that way. Check and see what the, uh, the model number is in some of the, the particulars about your particular uh, iMac. So we can throw that in there as well. Okay, I will do that cool. at a later stage. Excellent. So, that's <laughs> his new snippets. <laughs> um, right, Morgan Stanley, Appy, Appy, Appy. I wish I could. I wish I could read today. I, I have had problems with my worms today. Definitely. Mm. Okay. So, Morgan Stanley, Apple can mitigate the tariff trouble, which is currently affecting the US and China relationships on trade. Um, I think, of course they can, but will they? That's all we've got to think about. Yeah, got to keep those, got to keep those margins up. Russian antitrust authorities are investigating Apple. What? Do you know, I, I kind of have no problem with it. <laughs> <laughs> it just... It just, I don't know. I kind of think, okay, fine. Okay, cool. All right. So a, yeah. basically a one-party country is investigating a company for antitrust and basically monopolish, monopolistic behavior. Okay. <laughs> okay. Apple Card rolls out to early applicants. And I am getting fed up uh -oh. with seeing pictures of people with a metal card with XX person's name on it posted just about everywhere. Uh, I, I didn't do that. No, you didn't. And Actually, I'm not no, I did. <laughs> over, over there on Facebook. Yes, you did. Yes, you did. <laughs> you naughty, naughty I am boy. So naughty. So. I, I I see these flip past and I just I just sigh and shake my head. I must admit. Anyway, Golden Goldman Sachs approving riskier Apple Card applicants. My response to this is a quick so. And you know the surprising thing about this, Gaz, <laughs> is that credit card companies are usually so good about that. Well, you know, I have a feeling. That anybody who's got Apple Wallet and is a big Apple customer, they probably have a little bit of background um, information on that, whether they should or whether they shouldn't. They, I think they probably do. The fact that they're just a wallet user on Apple, with an Apple phone probably gives them a bit more confidence in what a score would normally give a possibly a less reliable customer. Maybe. But I just say, and? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> So, <laughs> Apple hires more safety drivers. Do you know, I've been saying since the very start and before anyone else, I just think I'd get that in because it was me that started this little rumor. That's I true. Think. That is true. Yeah. I, and I still think that they could be involved with a car service, air quotes, at the start of the car and air quotes at the end of the service. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> Apple, Apple and the new museum and Apple and new museum launch um, an ART installations at selected store Apple stores. So this is a company that are putting AI installations in the certain stores. And I think, and so the consumer angle of AR begins. And AR is artificial respiration. 
Yes, exactly. <laughs> exactly. So if if you're having like breathing problems, you should go into these select Apple stores and they will they will just take care of everything for you. Yeah, I do know it's augmented reality. Okay. <laughs> just just wanted to make sure. I, I still like artificial respiration though. I think yeah, that so that's that's I. something that uh that Apple should uh, get in, involved we'll, with. They probably will do. Don't yeah. you worry about it. They yeah. probably will. They got to keep those customers breathing. <laughs> don't, yeah. don't go. Don't go. I'll tell He's you what, dead. No, no. I wish they'd keep this iMac breathing. Anyway, more yeah. about that later. Apple releases a teaser for the morning show. Yeah. Apparently, Canalys, who are, uh, I think they're a, um, a, a financial company, the tracks 2Q iPhone slowdown in Europe. Now, I'm not quite sure what the 2Q bit was. I missed that. Um, That's got to be uh, second quarter. Yes, of course it is. What a dumb backside I have at the moment. Okay, um, so <laughs> tracks the second quarter iPhone slowdown in Europe. Okay, I didn't see any comparison for any of the phone sales, but I have a feeling that certainly in Europe, that's a probable trend all over. Yeah, that wouldn't just be limited to uh, to iPhones. No, no. But um, so really, any I could actually throw most of this away as being news. But it is Gazzy Snippets. It is. So I'm going to take the news snippets out, really. I call this Gazzy Snippets. Yeah. <laughs> snippies. Let's do that. Yeah, snippies. Get me snippies out. Um, Apple wearables leaving competition in the dust. Is this news? Well, it probably is because, yes, Apple's wearables are leaving the competition in the dust. Yeah. yeah. All I hear, all I hear from other people that have, you know, a wearable from another company is, yeah, it's not working anymore. Oh, I've got another one. Oh, I've had to replace it. I had to send it yeah. back. Oh, it, you know. Well, kind of like, kind of like the tablet market. There's no tablet market. There's the iPad market and everyone else. And yeah. it's the same kind of thing with the Apple Watch. There's the Apple Watch, and then there's everything else. Well, the wearables also include their earphones as well, of course. So, Well, that's yeah. true. I didn't think about that. Yeah, well, you often don't. No, um, about what? <laughs> Working iPhone ten recovered after two days at the bottom of a lake. What the hell was it doing there? Having a vacation? Well, see, this this all ties into the artificial respiration thing that you were talking You're about earlier. Right. You see, see I it all, it it all comes on. back. <laughs> I I must have had uh, um, some some sort of AR when I was doing the yeah. initial one to spot this story. It was an epiphany. It was. It was. Um, I like epiphanies. Mm. Mm. Apple stock surges on tariff announcement. Or not, according to the whims of analysts. That's what I've yeah, got there. And the whims of uh, of Wall Street. It, you know, it just seems like every other day, all they have to do, some, all somebody has to do on CNN or most mainstream media is just say tariffs, and you know, stock market goes crazy, either goes crazy up or crazy down. And at the end yeah, of the I day, know. it's like, well, nothing's really happened yet, and probably won't until December. Oh, well, it's oh, what happens over okay. here in, in, in with Brexit. So it just says Brexit yeah. downfalls another couple of cents. So, and when I say cents, that could either be dollars or euros because they both use cents as their um, yeah. uh, lowest common denominator. Yeah, it just makes no sense. Oh, very good. Very good. <laughs> Working it around. Anyway, this is good. 
that uh, I'd like to know how they got it back, to be honest with you. But there you go. Perhaps perhaps it swam up to the top and said, mm. I've had enough now. Apple stock. Oh, no, I did that one. Um, <laughs> if you use an Apple card, seriously, don't lose your iPhone. Now, I came across this story and, you know, there was lots of talking about if you lose your car or you lose your uh, no, if you lose your card, really don't lose your phone. But actually, if you lose your card that you've got at the moment, it's a pain in the backside. And if you lose your phone at the moment, it's a pain in the backside. I think because it is so tied into the phone, these are early um, early card problems that will be sorted yeah, eventually. No but yes, it probably is at the moment. If you do lose your card, really make sure you hold on to your phone. Um, because uh, the the linkage between the card and the phone and getting information and then being able to well, pay for stuff yeah, or not. Well, actually being able to, to pay for stuff that you use the card for has mm. to be done through the phone. Yeah, so so just, yeah. But I think um, they will get over um, those issues so that you can obviously cancel it, do whatever you need to do uh, in other methods. Um uh, the FAA have banned 2015 15-inch MacBook Pro with recalled battery. Um, I've got to say, you know, we can't we can't let Apple off the, the no. cuss here. If no. it's danger, it's a danger. Danger, so, Will Robinson. Danger. Yes. Yes. So, unfortunately, if you've got a 2015 15-inch uh, MacBook Pro and you've had a recall battery and it's been installed a recall battery, I'd still be concerned yeah. about taking it on the plane because I don't know how they know that the battery's been replaced. Well, well mm. yeah, how would they? I mean, they can barely tell. Mm. Basically, if you're getting onto they a plane and you tell them, well, no, no, no. You know, they can barely tell it's a 2015 map. <laughs> I know. Just tell them it's a 2014. Oh. Yeah. Well, you can oh, tell because it's yeah, got the racing stripes on the side. Ah, yes, of course. Yeah. Yeah, yeah right. Spotify seems to set uh, seems set to employ SiriKit, but they hate Apple, don't they? Well, except they? for what Apple can do for them. Don't they? Don't they? They hate Apple, don't they? Yes. Sorry. Not not gonna not gonna say any more about that. Apple defends battery service a message on unauthorized replacements. So they should. Uh, this was definitely a missed story about Apple. Uh, it was just Apple knocking when it should have been saying that Apple, well done to them. Um, this was the um, the I think there was a um, uh, there was a talk about. Um, if you have a replacement battery, you couldn't then actually see the health of the battery. You could see the life, you know, the, what, uh, how much charge right. was lost in it. But if you have an unauthorized uh, battery replacement, you can't see the health of the battery. And personally, I think, yeah, no, nor, nor should they. If you're, if you're prepared to risk putting a non-authorized um piece of equipment into your phone then you know they can't tell what the health of that battery is because what will happen is if they tell you the health of that battery is good and then that battery goes bad and blows up and burns your house down everybody's gonna be jumping up and down saying that iphone battery and that apple uh, piece of equipment burnt my house down right and who gets who gets the uh, the the lawsuit is apple yeah absolutely so you know i i think this is apple doing the, the right thing um, they're not saying you can't do it. What they're saying is we can't give you the health status of that particular battery right. if you put a non-authorized piece of equipment in. 
Okay. Um, the next Apple Watch Challenge, apparently on the 25th or 26th of August, celebrates Grand Canyon anniversary, and you have to do uh, some exercise for a certain period. Now, now this made me think, actually. It, it's a damn sight easier than one that in, Ju- in July that I'm trying to complete. So the one in July, let me just see if I can open up my phone and, and tell you exactly what it is. It's something like I've got to do 1,800 minutes of, of exercise um, for this in month. The, in, oh, in the month. I was going to say, in one in day. No, no, no. Well, that's quite hard, actually. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just a little. <laughs> the, the part that has me confused here, the Grand Canyon anniversary, did it not exist before this anniversary? Apparently what, not. Can- yes, the Grand Canyon. <laughs> it was like somebody set up a kiosk. Oh yeah, yeah, so, yeah. We're building. Anyway, can I, can we're I, building can a Grand Canyon back there. Right. So, so I'm at 979 minutes of 1830 exercise minutes for July. Okay. Sorry. Sorry for August. Um, that means there are there are how many days of there's as, like as, thirteen as or fourteen days. No, thirteen days left. Yeah, yeah. So I've got to do 100 minutes worth of exercise for the next 14 days. Hang on a minute. There's only 13 days left. Yeah. <laughs> and mm. I always and I and I currently struggle with doing 100 minutes exercise a day anyway. So mm. Well, come on. That's but only the, a little that's only a little under 2 hours. You can do that. <laughs> anyway, the um the Grand Canyon one uh, will be a lot easier to do, but I'm just wondering actually I'm outside the US. Why do I care? But no, I do care. I do care, honest, honest. Um, iOS 13 beta screenshot hits iPhone event on September the 10th. Ooh, ooh, hints. Not Did I say hints? Yes. Yeah, I did. iOS beta, 13 beta screenshot hints at iPhone event on September the 10th. Ooh, ooh, exciting. Yeah, I'm, I'm actually angry. Are you? Why is that? Because it missed my birthday by one day. Oh. See, my birthday's the 9th. Of September is it? Is it a Tuesday? I guess whatever the whatever the ninth of September is. No, I'm old. I can't. I can't even. I can barely remember what I had for breakfast this morning. And you want me to know what yeah, day my birthday? Yeah, is? Yeah, you see, the the tenth is a Tuesday. You see, so okay. it's your fault for not having your birthday this year on a Tuesday. Okay, no, no, I I, is, I accept that responsibility. Is your birthday next year on a Tuesday? It's not a leap year next year, is it? Or is it? Well, well it's never on the same day. What? My birthday. <laughs> it's on the same date every year. Yeah. September 9th, but that's never on the same date. <laughs> I've lost. You've lost <laughs> me completely, guy. I'm just. Ooh, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, next year, if it's not a leap year, your birthday might be on Tuesday, and it might coincide with an Apple event. Well, as long as they remember to have it on that day. Okay, okay. I was just trying to cheer you okay. up. Well, you know, see, I, I, now I have to write to Tim Cook and, and let him know that, that I'm bother. not a happy bunny. Apple claims responsibility for 2.4 million U.S. jobs. Now, it's not a surprise. People never realize the associated jobs that come with companies. Yeah, Steve Jobs. So, this might be very good. This might be over-egging it. Could be over-egging it. I don't know. But there are an awful lot of associated jobs that companies uh, create when they are uh, doing well. So it wouldn't surprise me. Yeah. Well, I mean, even um, even stores that are like close to Apple Store 
you will see some kind of halo effect on on uh, yeah, the absolutely. amount of traffic that goes into those stores. Yeah, yeah, a bit difficult to um, to claim for those. though, I would I would say I'd claim it anyway. What are they going to sue me? You know, what are you going to do? Apple to treat Safari privacy circumvention like malware. I prefer it if they circumcised it. <laughs> what the, the malware or privacy? <laughs> Yeah, I knew you was going to ask Yeah, yeah. Hooded yeah. warriors. That's what we all are. Yeah, yeah. hooded warriors. The malware guy. Um, <laughs> HomePod hits Japan next Friday. There's just one word that can be used here, and that is bazinga. Yeah. Mm. But, mm. So now the HomePod has been around for, what, two years? And it, it's just yeah, now yeah. making its way to Japan? Yeah, well, it's only just learned how to speak Japanese. Aha, uh-huh. I see. It's quite a difficult language, you know. Um, there's a report that Apple are looking for huge office space in Manhattan. Not another Manhattan project. Ooh. Ooh. Somewhat less explosive. Yes. Yes. Okay. And um, that's the end of Gaz's New Snippets, or retitled Gaz's Snippets. Perfect. Perfect. <laughs> All right. Um, I think that's going to do it for this particular section of the show. So uh, let's see. Gaz, if people wanted to get a hold of you, how would they do so? Oh, we're doing this again now. Oh, I, that's right. I keep forgetting. We're not doing, we're trying not to do that anymore. Uh, okay. All right. Guy. Yeah. Guy, take us out. Okay. Everyone, please stand by for Guy at MyMac.com. And we will stand by for Vertshark and Mac Barrett. And we'll be right back. Hello, everybody. This is Simon Parnell, the host of the Essential Apple Podcast, the show where we aim to take a wander around the week's news in Apple, news, reviews, technology, security, and anything else that catches our eye. Plus, from time to time, we like to have guests from the industry who we get to tell us about their products, their services, their history, their philosophies, what uh, drives them, and of course, just what makes them tick. That, plus a bunch of friends talking about the news in Apple. What more could you possibly want? Check us out on the My Mac Podcasting Network. Enough tomfoolery and shenanigans to last you all week long. It's the G-Men on the MyMac program. Hi everyone and welcome to point two of 766 of the MyMac podcast. See, I, I thought I'd go a little different there, Guy. Yeah, Just, that was, yeah. it was like combining them both into one great big conglomeration of numbers. Just sort of change it up a bit, you know. Yeah, shake things up. Yeah. Seven six six point two. So, mm, I'm still. It's still going, you know. It's I know. I, well, considering everything that you've been telling me, I'm. I'm got to say, I'm almost surprised that it's still going. Right. So let's let's just praise. Yeah, give this give up. us some history here. Get some history. So, um, 
historically, I think I've not really had the best of installs on this particular iMac um, because sometimes it goes slow and sometimes I've had some issues with uh, um, with mail and with photos. Not disastrous issues, but never, you know, sometimes you just think, yeah, just something's not quite right. But because it's a fusion drive uh, mm. iMac, that also has given me a, you know, pause to think, well, you know, yeah, it, you know, get the spinning wheel of rainbows and, um, and, you know, that happens occasionally. You know, you hear lots of other people that also say, yeah, yeah, we get that. And I, so yeah. I put up with it. The BBOD. And I do, try, and I do yes. And I do try and just, you know, occasionally, I don't really push it that hard apart when I'm doing lots of the video stuff with the screen, um, you know, with um, screen flow and doing the time lapse, et cetera, et cetera. Right. Anyway, so periodically over the last number of months, and I would say it is going back some time, uh, periodically it would crash. My machine would just crash, just shut off. But it wouldn't happen that often, and I'd think, you know, oh, it's one of my photos. I've got a bad file somewhere, and, it, you know, it must pop up, or something happens, and it just cracked, and, and I just ignored it. And three or four weeks ago, I suppose, it started becoming more regular, where it was almost happening once a day. But I could still live with it, um, but knew I had to get it sorted. Until quite recently, probably two or three weeks ago, it did it like minutes. I'd mm. boot it back up, go in, and the machine would just crash. Boot it up, machine would crash. So that needed fixing. So I contacted Apple, um, and that's when I took in this um, iMac and my daughter's iMac, if you remember. Yeah. Um, sorry, my daughter's No, no, it was Mac the MacBook Pro, wasn't it? The MacBook it? Pro, yeah. Or a MacBook which, that's it, which had the trackpad, trackpad, which was broken. And we knew we knew about that, and we kind of guessed what the, the issue was there, and we got that fixed. Okay, fine. So they kept the iMac in overnight, and I had done a little bit of research to try and find out, you know, so what could this be? And I have come across one or two iMacs in particular, and of this sort of era, which I haven't actually thrown in the uh, the. Uh, information about my iMac so let me just give you uh, some about this this Mac for you so it's the it's running the latest Mojave release it's a Retina 5k 27 inch late 2015 it's got 4 gigahertz of Intel Core i7 uh, processor um, it's I should have said it has uh, it's got 32 gig of memory which came from uh, crucial memory I think it is um, and that's been fine up until now, no issues. Um, it, it's the fusion drive with three terabytes. And it, right. I think that's the same. You said a 4.2 gigahertz. Uh, iMac? Yes. Four, yeah. Four gig, four gigahertz. Yeah. That, that, see, that's the same machine I'm using. Okay. And it's got an AMD Radeon R9, uh, M395X with four gig of, uh, uh, memory um so that's that's basically the machine um which has been fairly rock solid i did have that do you remember when i had a purple line that i had to take in to have uh um, fixed? Yeah, didn't that turn out to be a graphics card issue yeah it was a graphics card or some sort of graphics issue which which obviously they fixed uh, no charge to me on that so that was that was fine fine cool happy um 
and everything else has been fine. The RAMs have got eight gig slots, so I've got four eight gig slots in there. Um, it came with the original basic eight gig, two slots of four um, when I first bought it. Um, so everything fine, and then it just started crashing and crashing and crashing. I did a bit of research, and I think that um, there seems to be some complaints about the power um, power management, the power management system in within the iMac itself. Uh, but one or two people have said that they've swapped over the plug cable, uh, and that's fixed it. Now I really can't believe that is no. the issue. I really no. cannot a believe plug, that. A plug either so. works or it doesn't yeah, work. Yeah, because this one, it, it, it is just a plug. You know, some of the, your MacBooks um, and and uh, portable uh, machines, obviously they have some sort of separate power supply. I think the Mac Minis do as well. They they no longer. Yeah, I'm they're not sure internal. They're, I don't know whether they're now internal. They never used to be, though. You used to have a power brick with them as well. Um, but the newer ones, I think, are, is is internal now. Anyway, I, I think since 2014 that uh, the the power supply is internal to the machine. Yeah. So, so obviously the iMac's internal, and I've seen one or two complaints, but all of the complaints led to them going to Apple and really getting pretty much the same response that I ended up getting, which was I took it in. They were really helpful. Uh, they kept it overnight. And they basically ran lots of pressure testing hardware tests. I don't know whether they were able to test the power brick or not within the internal power brick or supply in the machine. But they tested everything else. Um, I'll be honest, I didn't actually ask whether they tested uh, the power supply. So I can't really tell from that. But they would have tested it on a completely clean operating system as well. And they said they ran it for pretty much 24 hours or close to and couldn't find any any problems with it. Now, now, here comes here comes a bit of a crux since I've had it back. So I had it back and it ran for almost a week with no issues. And during that week, I'd, I'd, I'd basically changed a few things in so much as I turned off my screensaver as well, thinking, hmm, I wonder if there is a bad image in there somewhere and it, it's failing because of that. But no, it, it, it went again Wednesday, Thursday last week. can't remember which day it was. And what I have noticed, because I have I booted into other... Um, users, I've got basically an administrative user which has the very basic setup. Um, I've booted it into that and it's failed. I've booted it into uh, safe mode and it's failed. Um, I've and that's turned, using the same admin account. That's using the same admin account. I, I swapped the RAM for the the uh, for the original RAM. Original RAM and it's failed. I have reloaded the OS over the top of my current system, and it's failed. Now, if I take this back, they'll just go through the same thing again. And However, tell you that everything is fine. And tell me that everything's fine. But here's the thing which I'm starting to notice. If I leave it unplugged for a long time, that length of time seems to be equitable to the amount of time before the machine starts crashing so i've had this unplugged now for a few days 
completely unplugged. Okay. And I thought, you know, let's, let's see how we get on and I'll plug it back in and that might just give us time to do this. So before I was talking to you, I was doing loads of stuff because I thought perhaps it's something that I'm doing, you know, copying stuff, moving stuff from one hard drive to another, et cetera, et cetera. Right. Now I have got plenty of backups because I've, I've, every time I've got it back up and running for a certain period, I've made sure that I've got several clones and time time machine backups. So you know, but the problem there is if it is a software issue, all I'm doing is backing that issue up somewhere else. So when I reinstall, I'm going to have a bit yeah, of a the problem. Yeah, same, the same the same problem is there. Abs- absolutely. So so what I'm going to do, assuming that uh, that's the issue. Assuming that's the issue, of course. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to you know once we have finished, I shall start my backups again. So I've got the most up-to-date backups I could have. Um, And I'm going to leave it again just to see how long it runs. And then what I'll do, if it fails, I'm then going to take the plug out, put it back in, and then do it again, but really much more quickly and see if it is, you know, if it's as the sequence that I find is that if I leave it for a few days or leave it for a day or so, I get more life out of it. But if I try and plug it back in and go back into the system, the system crashes fairly quickly, which seems completely nonsensical how would it know and why would the plug being out of the system for that length of time have any bearing on the power supply suddenly failing honestly it it really shouldn't of course it shouldn't no of course it shouldn't but i i I, i'm trying to get a sequence of events that i can go back to apple and say right i've now done this i've done this i've done this what else am I supposed to do? Or I just go to a third-party um, Apple um, installator or installator? What kind of word is that? <laughs> um, <laughs> New installators. Yeah, authorized dealership and say, just fix this damn thing because Apple just say, we've tested it and we can find no problems. Well, there, there still may be a problem even going to a third party because I don't be- know if the the power supply is like taken care of on a separate board or would that require okay, so, an entire motherboard so, swap? So what I'm going to try before I, before I go down that avenue is I am, um, I keep talking about getting my backups. So I'm going to get as many backups as, as, as I possibly can up to date. And I am going to do a complete and utter nuke. Yeah. And then my pave is not just going to be a pave. It's going to be right. I'm not going to set up all the users. I'm going to set up my usual admin user and me as a user. Um, uh, there are a couple of other accounts on here which don't really need to live on here, but I don't think they're the problem. So I'm going to have three users. I'm going to have the admin, me, and I'm going to have a really, really clean um, user as well. So I don't put lots of apps and you know links to other stuff in there. And then I am going to, obviously, if it fails again in my account, I'll then run it in the other account to see whether it's that and and or the administrative account. I suppose I don't really need another one because the administrative account can be quite clean. Although that takes care with lots of stuff. And if it fails again, then I'm going to go to Apple again and say, look, I've done all of this. What more can I do? Can you please test the power supply? You keep telling me you've tested it or you don't keep telling me. You've told me that you've tested the, the system and it works, but it keeps failing. I've tried to make sure that I've got a clean operating system. And by the way, if I leave it unplugged for a length of time, it runs longer. You need to run it longer to understand it, whether it crashes or not, not just do a 24 hour, because it could be that this could run for two or three days before it fails. So them having it for 24 hours and doing a test is possibly not going to be long enough. 
Okay. <laughs> so there, there, here we are. Okay. So here we are. And one of the other things is I've seen on the interwebs that a few of the people have had a very uh, similar issue. And actually a friend of the show, Scott Wilsey, I've been liaising, liaising. I've been chatting with him on Twitter and he's got almost an identical issue and had almost an identical response from Apple. And that well, did he that, also go through uh, installators? No, no, <laughs> he went through Instagrams. No, he's still got the same problem. Okay. He's actually got the, the nightmare scenario that I've got as we speak. Um, so both of us have got a, a limping along machine which, you know, not cheap. Yes, it's out of warranty. I get that, but it's not cheap. And I would expect it not to just suddenly crash on me. And if it does suddenly crash, I'd like it to be fixed. I have a car for longer than, you know, four years, which I'd like to get repaired. I'd like my iMac that should last longer than four years to also equally be repairable. So I'm kind of going thinking that that's, that's the way to, that I've got to go really to see if I can get this, um, this problem sorted. Yeah. I, um, I, I agree with that. And, uh, as far as the nuke and pave goes, once you, cause you, really, once you go down this route, the first thing to do, and this isn't, I mean, you already know all this, but just telling the, the jolly listeners that, uh, step one is to look in your applications folder and be brutal be brutal in the number of applications that you're going to reinstall. You know, I mean, we all have, especially when you do the kind of things that, that you and I do with mymac.com, you end up with a ton of apps that, you know, you're like, Oh, I bet that'll solve this particular problem. Then you find out that it doesn't. And then you just move on. You go on to something else and the app still lives there for forever until you actually do a, 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 a nuke and pave. And once you have whittled down the number of applications that it is that you're going to reinstall, the next step is to make sure that you have all of the licensing information. If it's, <laughs> if it's not from the Mac App Store, all mm. of the license, licensing information that you will need to reinstall that application so that it works properly. And if, if you don't have it, before you do the nuke and pave, contact the companies whose app that is and get that information. Yes. Yes. Because um, otherwise you could just be looking at, you know, the, uh, the, uh, the developer going, but, yeah, you know what? I don't know who you are. Go yeah, jump and, off a lake. And you could that also, makes no sense. Yeah, so, you don't so, jump no, off a lake. Yeah, yeah. No, you don't, you don't, you don't tend to. Um, and that's where obviously having, um, all of your, uh, software licenses, sat in a application a little bit mm. like one password mm. which i have for a lot of them but i bet that some of them because some of the processes for licenses doesn't always make it easy to then put yeah. it into um into uh, uh, one password so uh yeah yeah and, and this is where something like you know i mean a, a lot of people complain about the the the, the mac app store be for reasons but in this particular case, when you kind of want to start over again, having the majority of your apps from the Mac app store means that all you need is your Apple ID and password and you can reinstall all the applications yeah. that it is. Shall I give you use. another scenario, which sure. is, could be a bit of a, a pain and, and also cause 
um, cause me much uh, funding issues. Mm. And that is sometimes the applications that you use and that you keep and that you like. Oh, don't exist anymore. Are uh, yes, that no, 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 no. Well, there is that because there's one in particular which is time lapse, which I really like. And though that's only 32 bit, and that's going to disappear in Catalina apparently because right, it's anyway. 64 bit, which is a pain because it's a cracking little application, really simple, really straightforward. However, I think it's going to die, and that's that makes me sad because I've been trying to look for a replacement and I can't really find a decent replacement. That aside, the bigger problem, I'll give you a bigger problem. You buy an app for an app uh, from a company, and they no longer have the DMG of the version that you have paid a license for. And if you want the new yeah, up-to-date oh, one, yeah. you've either got to buy a new license or an up-to-date cost. And sometimes these apps aren't cheap. So that is one thing which I think could also happen to me because some people are very good at keeping all of the DMGs of their uh, software um, that is something which I yeah, only occasionally I'm, do. I don't do that. No. <laughs> it's no. like, oh, I'm done. It's installed. Goodbye. Yeah, it's installed. Goodbye. Yeah. It's gone. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I can see a, a complete nuke and then a new pave. Uh, so I'm going for a new, uh, a new patio. It's going to really cause me a few problems but i can't see any other way of, of trying to get this fixed and if it is the power supply and they say oh yes it is a power supply that's going to cost you 2.3 million dollars mr when a new machine would be about because, because yeah because we need to replace this 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 and this and i'll go and i'll say well whose fault's that for putting a faulty thing in there a bad thing yeah. So well, the, there's um, only there's only one thing to say. You're on the right track. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'd, uh, yeah. It's, Scott's really quite interested in how I get on here, but I think that both of us are going to end up crying. At the end I'm of it. Perfectly honest with it. Yeah. Which is, which makes me sad. Well, I I wonder I'm, if this could my, also be. I do like my Mac. You know, because a lot of people have had problems with fusion drives, so. You know, when, when Apple is running their little test, they're not even using the Fusion drive that's in that machine. They're basically running it off of uh, a, an external drive or a, uh, a flash drive or something along those lines. So they're not even using that internal drive. And it could very well be, I mean, just because Disk Utility says, oh, yeah, that, that drive is well, fine. It doesn't well, necessarily that, mean that that, that, that drive is, a fair is fine. Shout. That is a fair shout. However, some of the... Um, some of the responses to the issue has been yes, and we had the power supply changed and it fixed it. So sure. it may not be. You could be right. You could be right, but I'm thinking it is definitely the power supply. Um, okay. Or the the power CPU unit, whatever it is. So I'm I'm sad face at the moment, but so far. It's still on, so I'll, I'll tell you next week. Yeah, just I was going to say, I guess my, next week we'll uh, we'll find out if, if that did the trick or not. Yes, or whether I'm talking to you on a, a Mac Mini next week. <laughs> a whole nother machine, yeah. Mm, yeah. Anyway, what do you got, Sam? Uh, real, real quick, uh, we were originally going to have this in the first section, but that, kinda, that ran kind of long, and surprise, surprise, the second section has run kind of long, but we're going to use this anyway. This is from the register. Uh, there's a company called Corellium, and uh, they're basically trying to sell virtual versions of iOS for uh, or to people that then go ahead and use it to look for bugs. You know, we were talking about the the bug report thing where you could get a million dollars from Apple if you find a good one. 
Yep. And so what Corellium wants to do is sell virtual versions of iOS. And Apple has kind of said, uh, no, we really don't want you to do that and are suing them to prevent them from doing so. And uh, Corellium seems to be surprised that Apple would have a problem with that, hmm. which if they had any background in they should have Apple spoken history, to me. They should have spoken to me because that was one of the questions I put to Adam Christensen on the Maccast when he actually I was on his show many, many years ago um, and said, I, I just as a Windows switcher, I just like to try the software. I don't want to buy the hardware to try this and find it. I really don't get on with it. You know, could I have a virtual a virtual version, copy, a virtual version so I could try it? So they're doing exactly what I would have could would have liked and. Adam basically went, yeah, they ain't going to do that. No. No. <laughs> no. Mm, yeah. Steve, would they do that? No. Exactly. Thank you, Steve. <laughs> well, I think uh, I think that's going to do it for this section, Gaz. Would you uh, go ahead and, and get us out of here? Okay. So, everybody, stand by. To stand by and we'll be right back. I really should get Steve to say that sometime. I'm Bart Bouchotts, host of the Let's Talk Apple podcast. Every month I gather together a panel of Apple followers and we digest the month's Apple news. Our aim is to step back and take a 40,000 foot view of all things Apple. We're the perfect complement to the many great daily news shows out there. Listen and subscribe at www.letstalk.io. Like a failed experiment in animal intelligence, it's the G-Men and a MyMac.com podcast. And welcome back to the MyMac.com podcast. This is the third section, or point three. Uh, Gaz, we have spent quite a bit of time talking about ghosts and mm -hmm. Bigfoots, mm -hmm. and... Uh, what what do you have anything to to add to any of that? Awesome. Yeah. No, I don't no. have anything to add to it. Not a no, single, not a, not a single thing. Mm. No, I, except I shook my head because I disagreed with all Ooh, of it. There you go. Hit it. I'll take it. Gases tips. Most gases tips. Works for me. Gases tips. It's time for gases tip. I did say shook, but I'll let you off. Um. You know, if you look at it at a 90-degree angle, I was nodding, wasn't I? Yeah, yes. yeah. Well, yeah. You see, at, at this point, Gaz, I'll take whatever I can get. Nods, okay. shakes. You know, even if you sneeze, that, that it still counts. Okay, now I've only got a, a small keyboard. I've not got one of these big keyboards, so I'm hoping this tip actually works on one of the large full, full-size full keyboards with the numpads added to them. Um, so I often go Control-Shift and Eject which actually closes it doesn't close my machine down but it locks it okay now i don't know if you work at any sort of decent company they will say if you're a windows user always lock your machine before you walk away because right. obviously you have to sign in so part of this process is you need to go into system preferences folks you need to go into security and on the first uh, option the general option um a login password has been set for this particular user that's me you need to do that if you haven't done it. 
and it, it, this 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 applies even if your computer is at home just you know trust me just do it so set a password for uh, logging on to your, uh, your your account don't forget it yeah yeah, right, <laughs> yeah. Right, yeah don't forget it um and then tick the next option which is require password immediately after sleep or screensaver begins yep now i don't like my screensaver when i'm away from my back running because it does that big fluffy thing and goes round and round and it's quite bright so i go if you go shift control and eject it actually just locks the machine onto a black screen oh let me try that oh no i probably shouldn't <laughs> no, 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 no 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 um and basically that is like a combined tip to lock your screen when you walk away from your machine or you know if you want to leave your machine on but you're perhaps going out Let's say you want to leave your machine at home, still lock it. It will still do stuff in the background. You know, I run Carbon Copy Cloner and uh, Super Duper and Time Machine. I put it on uh, lock or sleep, and it's not really sleep because it doesn't send it to sleep, but the screensaver in. But the screensaver is not running either, so I don't really know what to call this version. But basically, it goes into a locked screen pretty much like your Windows machine does. And then when you come back and hit your keyboard, move your mouse, uh, it will ask for your password, put your password in, and you're back in. Yeah, I agree hey, with voila. that. You agree with that? I do. No, nod your head. I do. Hit it. That's the end of Gaz's Tips. That's Most the end of Gaz's Tips. That's Most the end of Gaz's Tips. Okay, is that the, uh, the end of the tip? Will you let me finish? Gaz's Tips. Ding. So do, Ding. do you have a, a, a tip for us, sir? A, a tip? Yeah. All right. What, like, <laughs> what, like the, what, like the tip I just gave you? Yeah. Yeah. Ready? 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 Every once in a while. Yeah. It drives <laughs> us crazy. Yeah. <laughs> it's driving us crazy. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I've got an anti-pick. Uh-oh. Is that okay? Yeah. The Apple Podcast app. I want to pick it up and throw it out the window. Okay. So why 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 do I want to do that? I use um, I use Downcast. I've used Downcast for a long time. It syncs up with my Mac. It syncs up everywhere else I've got it. That's great. Okay, I tend to use podcasts on my iOS devices, so it syncs up with Downcast on my iPad and my phone. I'd like it also to sync up to my watch. Unfortunately, Downcast doesn't send podcasts to your watch you can listen to them through your watch kind of streams them from the phone somehow but that means i've got to carry my phone with me now I'm, when i'm going out for a run it's coming up to the rugby season so i've got to get fit i go out for a run guess what i want to listen to something from my watch because guess what my watch can do that ah downcast can't but apple Podcasts can <sighs> or so i thought it could Uh-oh. in a reasonable fashion the problem is, Guy, podcasts, which I thought the interface was a real pain. I didn't like it at all. But having to ha- having to have to use it, I've kind of got used to the interface on the pod- Apple Podcasts a little bit. So, okay, that's, well, I get, you know, okay, great. But syncing podcasts to your watch, is it just doesn't work. I've done all of the steps that they say, which includes having to have your phone on the charger for the podcast sync. What a ridiculous thing that is. Um, 
they just don't sync up with the watch they just do i've tried every option i've looked at everything so apple if you're listening to me fix your apple podcast app so that it can sync and push the podcast that i've got on my phone to my watch so that i can use them from my watch let's make wearables wearable please make wearables fun again Mm. so there you go so i've looked at other applications as well to push them um and yes it's not a straightforward process and sometimes it takes a little time but they really do need to fix it it's not working not working guy not working at all so it's an anti-pick rather than a pick okay well i have a um, i have a regular pick good and it's the Behringer UMC series audio interface. You can go from having a, uh, a single XLR input with a uh, instrument input as well, which is the UMC 22 all the way up to a, uh, I think it's a 18 out USB interface. And uh, 18. It, yeah. You know, so if you've got, you know, you and 18 of your closest friends each want to uh, play an instrument, then you can put them all right into uh, probably some computer that isn't this one because I don't think this computer could handle 18 separate streams through USB. However, it handles four quite nicely. And sometimes nice. even uh, you know, more or less than that with the 404, which is the one that I use on uh, on in this computer and, and this podcast. And I was saying just before we uh, started the show tonight that uh, a neighbor of mine who's an audio engineer uh, turned me on to something that, that this interface and many other interfaces do that, that kind of blew my mind. Because with when, when you're talking about audio, it's typically you've got an input and then you have an output and then an output to an input. And that's the way it always works. Well, with a lot of these USB interfaces, you have these what's called inserts, and it's kind of dual purpose. It does both of those things. So in this particular case, I, I had just picked up a Behringer compressor off eBay for like this, this crazy, crazy great price. And I wanted to integrate it to see if it would make, you know, my, my, my lifelong struggle to get good audio and, and take care of it. And I'll see, we'll see how it works this week. So instead of, of having my microphones go into the compressor and then out from the compressor into the interface, uh, my neighbor was like, well, just, just plug your microphones in the interface. And I was like, well, how do I get the compressor in the mix? And he was like, just use the inserts on the back. And I was like, what, what? And I couldn't quite figure out what he was talking about. And essentially you take a, um, uh, a TRRS cable, which has, you know, and this is the, the quarter inch and one eighth inch cables that you you know plug in for headphones and, and all kinds of things like that. And if it has uh, three bands, it's a TRS. If it has four bands, it's a TRRS. So you plug in a TRRS cable into one of the inserts and then coming out from that is two TRS cables. And one is labeled tip, one is labeled ring, and transmit receive. So you just plug those into, you know, whatever the out, whatever the inbound equipment is that you're also trying to to plug in series, and it takes the signal coming from the interface, puts it to that box, whatever that box does, 
and then outputs it from that box back into the interface. And that's what goes to whatever it is that you're, you're recording from uh, with the interface. And it, it just completely blew my mind. That, that you could do that with a single cable. I was thinking, well, you got this whole chain you got to do. And he was like, no, no, you don't got to do that at all. So uh, the, the prices for the, the Behringer UMC series, uh, of course, it varies. You can go as low as about $60, $70, all the way up to, you know, three or $400 for the, for the one that has, you know, the, the mega, mega inputs and outputs. Uh, the 404 you'll find in the neighborhood of, $130 to $150, depending on if you find it on sale at Amazon. Uh, but the, the thing to look out for, they also have one. It's the UM2, I think it's called. Don't get that one. That one sucks. That has the Xenix preamp, and uh, that's the same preamp that Behringer uses in, in all of their mixers, and the Xenix preamps just, they blow chunks. You want the, the UMC series with the... Uh, uh, the Midas preamps, which are much better. And I've talked a long time and, and I don't even know if anyone is even going to understand half of what I just said, but if you need an audio interface, look at Behringer's UMC series. And that's probably where I should have stopped, but I didn't. Moving on. Moving on. <laughs> you seem to be enjoying yourself so much. So I thought I'd just let me I know. It, it's almost like I know what I'm talking about. It is. Almost. Almost. Now we have um, we have a whole bunch of stuff that we picked up. You know, you know, we're doing this whole contest with the bumpers. Yep, yep. Uh, we got a bunch from someone that you may know. I think he lives in in your sort of your neck of the woods. Have you? Yeah, yeah. So I'm going to play oh. a couple of them here so that you can get an idea. And I, I want you to guess who this person is. So here's the first one. Every week, they prove themselves masters of audio engineering. The G-Men on the MyMac.com podcast. <laughs> I like what he did there. Yeah, that was I, whether people on think, oh, oh, that was an awful recording, but I like what you did, Carl. Yeah, yeah that was that was actually on purpose yeah. that he did that. Yes, All right, here's so. here's another one. Yes. Proof that there is no bar low enough for those producing a podcast. The G-Men on the MyMac.com <laughs> podcast. So many good ones here. Confusing yeah. and bewildering their listeners on a weekly basis. The G-Men on a MyMac.com podcast. I'm I'm glad we're keeping up the consistency. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, and here's one. It may cause some controversy. The deaf okay. don't know how lucky they are. The G-Men <laughs> on the MyMac.com podcast. <laughs> Fake news is never something that could be attributed to Guy and Gaz, mind you. Neither can real news, for that matter. The G-Men on the MyMac.com podcast. <laughs> like you were starting to crack up at the end of that. Adam Curry and Dave Weiner should be proud of creating the podcast format. However, there are always exceptions. The G-Men on the MyMac.com podcast. <laughs> Their download figures are in the tens of thousands. Who knew there were that many psychiatric institutions listening to the G-Men on the MyMac.com podcast? <laughs> The only podcast to have a silly language section from the moment it starts until the blissful ending. <laughs> the G-Men on the MyMac.com podcast. Imagine two strategically shaved monkeys with a modicum of intelligence and you're pretty close to the G-Men on the MyMac.com podcast. <laughs> have you ever wondered why Microsoft have constantly eroded the effectiveness of Skype? The G-Men on the MyMac.com podcast. <laughs> There's still two more. Hold on. 
They were originally going to call themselves Tweedledum and Tweedledummer, but settled for the G-Men on the MyMac.com podcast. <laughs> Last one. Their wives think they are recording a podcast every week, but us listeners know better. The G-Men on MyMac.com, whatever it is. <laughs> Very good. Thank you, Very Carl. Good. Those are great. Those are so good. And, of course, I played the two from uh, from Greg last week. Yes. And uh, we actually have – oh, I, th- I don't know if I can even find it now. There was a um, – uh, is, it, is it Greg message? Is that it? There was a message from Greg. We were talking about um, uh, what's it called? Uh, Captain Marvel last week. That was like my pick. Yes. Well, Greg called in with something to say about that. Ooh. And I think this is it right here. Hold on. Hey, guys. It's Greg from North Carolina. I heard you mention the Shazam yes. movie that uh, came out and how the character was originally called Captain Marvel, and I just thought I'd give you a little background. Thank you, Greg. The original Captain Marvel superhero was published by Fawcett Comics in the 30s. For a while, he was even outselling Superman. He was actually the first superhero depicted on film in a 1941 serial. However, since he was a big guy with a red suit and bullets bounced off of him and he could fly and he was strong, DC sued. And uh, they ruled that he was too similar to DC's character of Superman and so Fawcett couldn't publish him anymore. DC then later purchased the rights to the character from Fawcett since they held the Superman copyright. They could publish the uh, stories and so they started doing that. In the interim, however, Marvel Comics, DC's big rival, had created a couple of different superheroes called Captain Marvel. They weren't similar other than the name to Superman or Captain Marvel, but they had been using the name for a while, and so more lawsuits ensued, and it turns out that DC could use this character. They could even call him Captain Marvel, but the name of the comic book couldn't be Captain Marvel, and it couldn't be too prominently featured on the cover of the comic book. So eventually, DC... They started for a while to to call the book Shazam and call the character Captain Marvel inside, but they eventually gave up and just started calling the character Shazam and didn't use the Captain Marvel name at all. So that's the basic story of that. Uh, If you have any more comic book questions or things, please feel free to let me know because I am willing to talk about comic books for much longer than most people would like to listen to me talk about comic books. Great show, guys. Have fun. Thank you, Greg. I think... I think we need to get Greg on to talk about comic books. You know, I would actually, that would actually be really, really cool. We we could like dedicate an entire like center section to Let's comic books a, and technology. Yeah, we could do that. Yeah. We could do that. Greg, Greg, I think you're on. I think you're on. Yeah, give us a, um, well, I was going to say give it, us a call, but you do that all the time anyway. <laughs> um, yeah, that, that's really interesting. Lawsuits. Who'd have known it? <laughs> yeah, copyright infringement. Hmm. Mm. Hmm. Mm. Hmm. Okay. <laughs> uh, thank, thanks again, Greg. We really, really do appreciate it. And yeah, for everyone else who's it. listening, remember, we so do you, have the yeah. bumper contest going on. There's money at stake. There is money. There is iTunes money or whatever they're going to you – know, Apple Music money or, or Apple money, whatever they want to call it. There are four $25 uh, gift cards that uh, that we're going to give away. Gaz is going to pick his favorite. I'll pick a favorite. And then there'll be two randomly chosen. So, you know, you only have 19 more weeks. <laughs> it's not long. To get yours in. And you don't have to record them if you don't want to. You can just, you can no, just send, yeah, them send them in. Send them in. 
Yeah, we'll say them as funnily as we can. Yeah, yeah. We oh yes, we will. So uh, yeah, and you can send those to you know, either Gaz or myself in the various ways that uh, we're going to tell you in just a little bit on how to contact us. Uh, but speaking of which, something amazing happened, Gaz. I have a new Patreon supporter. Whoa, I know. whoa, whoa. Jacob, I, and I, I know I'm going to butcher this. Un- Jacob un- Rees-Mogg, un- that's un- incredible. Unru. Unru? I think it's Unru. Uh, if I get that yeah, wrong, that- Jacob, let me know. Yeah, no, no it's definitely Jacob Rees-Mogg, definitely. Yep. So that would yep. be Chris, Nick, Bob, Troy, that Owen, means, and um, Jacob. Over there that means nothing, Patreon. nothing to anybody in the United States. Probably but um, um, Carl may have spat his coffee out when when he when he heard <laughs> that Jacob Rees-Mogg is now your Patreon supporter. Yeah, well, of course. Why wouldn't he be? And of course, there's the coffee supporters. If you'd like to do just a one-time donation, that would be Frank, Warren, Troy, Bob, Yvonne, and Owen. Thanks to everyone who has donated in any way, shape, or form. Uh, I really, really do appreciate it, and it is it is a great, great help. Now, Gaz, if people wanted to get a hold of you, how the heck would they do it? Ever so easy. It really is easy. Send an email to gaz at mymac.com. That's G-A-Z Guys. at mymac.com. Or on the Twitter, twitter.com forward slash gaz. That's G-A-Z-M-A-Z. Guys. Guys. Uh, you, can, you can also send what? a tweet to both Guy and Gaz. Oh, that's on crazy Twitter. talk. Twitty.twitty, twitty.com. <laughs> You're having lots of trouble with words today, Gaz. I am. <laughs> Twitter.com forward slash Guy and Gaz, G-Y-A-N-D-G-A-Z. Cars from various parts of the world. You could also send an email to feedback at mymac.com, F-W-E-D-B-A-C-K. Now, now. Yeah. We're creeping up to it. His name was Guy. Hmm. He's the guy. Mm. Mm. Guy. Yeah. When you're not. I screwed up. No, 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 no. No. How would people contact you? Because. Guy's the one. Yeah. You remember Guy? How would they get? An email from Guy. <laughs> I'm flabbergasted at how, how complicated this gets every single week. <laughs> what to give out a contact. Oh, I love it. I do love it. Guy at mymac.com is the email address, and that's spelled G-U-Y. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Yeah. And I have two Twitter accounts, Gaz. The first one is Mac Parrot, and the second one is... Is it, is it like... Is, is it from jaws or is it from star wars either one i'm just playing this in the background okay. this is from jaws it's a uh, vert shark over there on the twitters and we <laughs> i was waiting for that we have a skype telephone number gaz can you believe it i know dun, 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 skype telephone number Okay, what's the Skype telephone, Skype telephone tell number? Everybody, tell everybody quick. Is one or plus one outside of the United States, area code 703-436-9501. That number again, Gaz, is one or plus one outside of the United States, area code 703-436-9501. Well done. Yeah, and if I you don't want to dial one or plus one, just go right into the Skype app, and that would be 703-436-9501. And that would be. It would be. It's so gold. It's golden. So, um, 
this is the part of the show where we, we start to wrap things up and I say thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you to I everyone. think we started wrapping the show up when we started. Yeah, yeah. Week. It was kind of like, welcome to the – yeah, we got to go now. <laughs> <laughs> so thank you all for downloading and listening, listening to the MyMac.com podcast. It is greatly, greatly appreciated. And Gaz, I think – that uh, that we're good enough. I think we are too, mm-hmm. and smart enough. Absolutely, uh, absolutely. Yeah, you can't even can't even argue with it. And that doggone it, woof woof. People like us. Everybody. Sarah Questu, Le Ultimu, Tempu Chi Guy, a Gajusta, Uso Audio, Seriu, <laughs> Questu He and Ku. Una, Christian. <laughs> like Han Solo. And. Thanks for downloading and listening to the MyMac Podcast. You can also hear other great podcasts on the MyMac Podcasting Network, like the Tech Fan Podcast, Three Geeky Ladies, Geekiest Show Ever, the Let's Talk Podcasts, Essential Apple Podcast, and the Club PlayStation and Club Nintendo Podcasts. This is my mic with proximity effect. Ooh. Oh, nice. Nice. Nicely said, sir. Don't know why. There's no sun in the sky. Must be nighttime. There's no sausage in the pan. Must be Friday. You're lying, is what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Well, I mean, yeah. yeah. What are you going to do? Well, you're lying. Isn't it great? Mm. It is. It is. It's so wonderful to be. Guess what? Guess what lying is? It's that easy. It is. It's so easy. It's remarkably easy. Yeah. Our finest hour. Mm. Not really. So, what happens now? Well, you might ask. Yeah, we would. We would ask. No computer is required. Well, you say. It's driving us crazy. (laughs) Are you getting it? Uh, Okay. Well, before anything else goes badly wrong, Mm -hmm. uh, let's go ahead and get started. Roger, Roger. It used to take us ages to do those. I know. Well, because we usually interrupt each other. <laughs> not, mm. not necessarily on purpose. Well, you know, except for you interrupting me. Because you, you totally do that on purpose. No, I don't. Oh, just that's, happens. A, that's a lie. <laughs> that's a lie, sir. Total lie. Is it? it is. No. All right. No. <laughs> <laughs> I was listening back to last week's show, and every single time... It was like it was like such a running gag throughout <laughs> throughout all of like Gaz's new mm, snippets mm, and stuff. Mm. It was perfect. It was so funny. Uh, no. I, no. And oh. welcome every Hang on a minute. <laughs> so, no, no, seriously. No, what? seriously. No, 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 this what? is serious actually. Okay. Right. In the next right, okay. In the next break I've got to find a tip. I thought I'd put a tip in and I just suddenly realized that I hadn't. Oh, that's so, the, is right, that the same okay. one? Yeah, it's the same one. So um, let me get rid of that. Okay, fine. 
Yes. Right. Sorry about that. I didn't do that on purpose. Okay. Well, you got the future no. tip there. You can, <laughs> you can just put that one in instead. Well, no, I can't because that's a that's for Mac OS oh, Catalina. That's for Catalina. Okay. Yeah. yeah sorry. No. No. Zippy. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. When you like. You're just you're, you're just so that's trying fine. to catch me up. I can tell. <laughs> Greetings. I want to discuss all this behavior. <laughs> nice work. That feels oh, really powerful. And uh, heading from Sydney to Cairns. To there's a Cairns in Australia. I believe so. Yes, right I, thought, at the top. I thought that was in France. Uh, up in the yeah. Well, it probably is, is in both. Uh, yeah. No, the they can't part. do that. That that that's not right. That would be like having like a York and a New York. Okay, no, you can't do that. <laughs> well, yeah, it'd be like having a Birmingham. And a Birmingham. No, nobody does that though. You know, you got the one in in Alabama, and then nowhere else. Having a Washington and a Washington. (laughs) Washington, and the capital is Lincoln. Big John Stud. Yeah, we have a Lincoln as well. Yeah. Uh, Anyway, LinkedIn. (laughs) Yeah. So yeah, she's um. Sydney to you Cairns. are acting so weird and immature. Yeah, that's me. And they said, this guy said, oh, well, if you want to learn us, if you want to learn us surf, Shailas, I know, mate, <laughs> I, can really, I can really help you. Yeah. And they, they, they pointed, they gave this uh, this guy, or they, they gave them a telephone number of a guy who does it. And he was like really over the top, you know, the, the sort of teacher that would inspire a school for 17 years. You know, he had so much enthusiasm and he got them doing the stuff and he was tested. Anyway, he got them out to the sea and he got Sarah to stand up almost on her very first go. <sighs> right? Now, get this. Get this. No, I'm fine with that. No, no, it's this. Oh, it gets better. Oh, good. Oh, it gets so much better, guy. Catch this wave. Quick. Go on, paddle, paddle, paddle. Stand up, stand up. And the reason they suddenly decided to go on this particular wave was because there was a fin on this wave. Oh, no. Surfing the same wave, a dolphin. Oh, a dolphin. I thought you were going to say a shark. No, not a shark. No, no, not a shark. No. But so her first lesson, she gets up. She stood surfing first lesson. Yeah, makes you sick enough. Five yards away. There's a dolphin that's surfing, surfing with her. her. No, I'm fine with that. That's <laughs> I'm that makes me happy. I've only been trying for years. Now, you know, a lot of it and she is in the 20s, guys. Yeah, I was going to say a lot of it has to do with uh well number 1 with age and uh number 2 I'm guessing she isn't like Six two, six three. No, no, no she's not. No, okay, she's not. see that actually having a lower center of balance and having surfboards that are actually, you know, I know this is going to sound crazy. No, he said made for big. people. Yeah, he are, said. Yeah, he said that. He said, "I'm not going to put you on these skinny little rafts. I'm going to put you on a great big one because it's easier to stand up on it." Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so, whereas the, the boards point- that I get to I get to use can barely support my weight. So as, yeah. as I'm like paddling into the wave, the, like the front end is dipping down. And the moment it yeah. does that and it catches the water, you're done. 
<laughs> You're just so going to flip right over. Yeah, so he knew what he was doing. He got the gun up and great, but the thing was surfing with a freaking dolphin. I yeah. mean, for God's sake. No, 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 that's good. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm so happy for her. Yeah, yeah, I thought you would be. Yeah, you can hear it in my voice. I can, just I can. How it's, flipping happy I am. Oh, I've got to find a tip, haven't I? Well, and I'll. Uh, in fact, I've got a reminder on the twenty seventh of September. Ask Guy about his son's wedding. Well, it's not my son. It's it's my sister in law's son, my nephew. Oh, for f- I know. Ask Guy about his sister in laws. The did you you, you complete the fact? The point is, I've got a reminder to ask you on the twenty seventh. <laughs> Right, anyway. Then here's the last one. But some people without brains do an awful lot of talking, don't they? Don't they? <laughs> <laughs> I would dance yeah. and be merry, life would be a dinga dairy. Dinga dairy. Dingo I haven't got a brain. Only straw. Only straw. Right, I'm going. All right, man. We'll talk to you next week.